0: The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. I find this scientifically fascinating. You're listening to KUCI Irvine. Disengage this computer now. Broadcasting at
1: 88.9 FM. Hello, computer. And on the web at K-U-C-I.O-R-C. The most reliable computer ever made. And streaming through
0: iTunes. Don't expect any mercy during the great robot wars. Anteater Radio brought to you by machines. Returning to normal broadcast in 3,
1: 2, 1. Now, there, you're listening to Get the Funk Out. Hope everybody's having a great Monday morning. Happy President's Day, everyone. And uh, I'm joined actually by my intern. Hello. Hey, hi, <laughs> Fa- Faz, right? Yes, that's correct. Nice to meet you. And uh, it's one of the great things here about KUCI. I was an intern uh, years ago, feels like eons ago. And uh, we're a bunch of community members and students, and uh, we get to work our way up the ranks and learn about how the station runs. If you're at all interested, we have from time to time training, and it's listed on our website, which is KUCI.org. So first up on the Get the Funk Out show this Monday morning is Denise Winston. She's a financial expert and author of Money Starts Here, your practical guide to survive and thrive in any economy. Her complete bio and links to her website, moneystarthere.com, is up on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Denise Winston. Thanks for joining us, Denise.
0: It's great to be here with you, Janine. How are you? I'm great. It's a good day it out is here a good in day. California.
1: It is. We are very fortunate, aren't we? I'm from the East Coast, and I feel so bad for my
0: family and friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's sunny and beautiful out here. I know. It's tough. It's crazy weather these days. I
1: know. I know. You have such an interesting uh, background as a financial expert. I want before we get into some advice to share with the listeners. How did you get involved in this, you know, business of financial expertise?
0: Well, you know, I found myself at sixteen living on my own and um, going to school and working about four jobs and Whoa. really. Yeah, it was tough. And, you know, um, by the time I was 18, I started working in a bank. And it's really tough when you're young. And actually, I think for anybody these days, you don't know who you can turn to and who you can trust. And the good thing about my situation was that um, when I worked in the bank for 25 years, I learned how the rich got richer, how the poor got poor, and how the bank made its money.
1: Ah.
0: And um, what's fantastic about that is that, in this economy, I, I feel like I'm just like everybody else. You know, you get sucked into this situation where you, you go to school, you graduate, you get your first job, and the next thing you know, you are earning and spending, and you never really learned how to deal with money officially. That's right. And, and, and as a banker, I, I was volunteering in the classroom and um, really helping senior high school students and, you know, college students, you know, learn, master the basics of dealing with money so that really, as a banker, I would have better cus- customers. All right. that you know, we could lend to, that could buy houses, that could have a checking account. And I was also really working hard to prepare them for the workforce so that they knew how to get a job. And um, over time, my program just grew and grew and grew. And then in April of '09, when um, Washington Mutual was bought by Chase, mm-hmm. that was my 25-year mark, and I said, we are in a crisis. We have a huge problem in our country, and I know I'm just one person, but I think I can help I think I have some knowledge that I can transfer Fantastic. to really help people with day-to-day situations. Because believe it or not, Janine, we make between six and ten financial decisions every day, and that's a lot.
1: That is a lot. I didn't realize that.
0: That You think about it, just even stopping to get a coffee in the morning, whether or not you're going to have lunch out, you know, mm-hmm. whether or not you're going to write a check or use an ATM, you start adding all those up. Um, it's amazing how many times we have to decide about money. Plus, we get about 1,500, you know, advertisements pushed to us every day on our cell phones, the radio, yes. TV. Yes, bombarded. You know, so every, yeah, everybody wants a piece of our money. And if we are not smart about how we handle our finance, financial situation, you know, money affects almost every aspect of our life, our relationships, our health, our productivity. Um, right affects a lot. So that's, what's great is that all that adversity and all that experience I now get to use to really be a trusted, unbiased resource and really help people with some fresh ideas when it comes to money to help motivate them because it can be overwhelming and you can get stressed out and really confused when it comes to money.
1: Well, what's interesting is that you, you did something that a lot of uh, young people don't do today. You got involved working at a young age and for, in something that would carry on for the rest of your life.
0: That is, you know, it's interesting. When I was a kid, I always loved to play grocery store, and Mm -hmm. I was always looking for money, you know, in telephones and on the ground. And (laughs) and what's what's interesting is I kind of think about money as it's camouflage. It's right in front of me, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to deal with it every day. So if I can think about money kind of as a game, um and not make it be such a dreaded thing you know it's 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 served me very very well and you're right um when we learn to deal with money you know we're going to do it every day of our life for the rest of our life so thank goodness i think it's fun yes
1: (laughs) yes and it is important to talk to your kids we were talking offline about how at a young age it's a great thing to teach kids about managing money do you want to share a little bit some maybe some advice for getting kids started
0: yeah, you know, I'm a mother. My daughter will be 24 this year, and I have to say it, it is critical that we teach our kids. We do not teach our kids how to brush their teeth, you know, when they're 18.
1: Sure.
0: Um, and if, and as a parent, I'm, I'm guilty like a lot of the other parents, I'm sure, where, you know, you're busy. I didn't have as a kid. I have now that as an adult, so I wanted to give her what I didn't have. Um, but what I realized is that I was actually doing her a disservice because if I didn't teach her about money, Mm-hmm. then if something happened to me and I was gone, my question to myself, would Would she be able to survive? Yes. Um, and the question that when she was 13 was no, because I had done absolutely everything for her. So mm-hmm. I started on a really aggressive plan, and and I didn't want to be, you know, it's kind of like once the kids graduate from high school or college, they're out in the real world, they're going to make six to ten financial decisions. It's kind of like taking your child up to the top of the, you know, Mount Whitney by helicopter and dropping them <laughs> off and expecting them to survive right. without some survival training. So as parents, we have to make sure that we teach our kids um, because money is going to affect every aspect of their life.
1: Yes, very true. Very, Very so I, true.
0: You know, as as we were talking offline, it is about experiences and it's about those questions um, that you ask your kid. uh, You know, as a teen, and what I see is that a lot of times parents are dealing in or engaging in risky financial behavior with their kids, and sometimes we get them addicted to a lifestyle that they can't support once they graduate themselves.
1: Yes, we were talking about cell phones. I mean, if a child comes home and says, "Oh, I really want the latest iPhone," blah blah blah, and then. It's only you know they're giving it they're giving it away or it's right. a dollar, then you have to say but what is it per month and let's do the math over time. What are we getting hooked into here?
0: And and then you get like I said you're addicted to that type of lifestyle. I see it a lot too with girls that have their hair colored and acrylics and mm-hmm. you know you've got these expensive cars with um, insurance and that's where what you said earlier, which I thought was so great, Janine, is that you're asking your daughter those questions. And what I found as a parent a lot of times is that my daughter didn't want to listen to me as a teenager. (laughs) Um, And so what I had to do is what I learned is to enlist others to help me teach those lessons, whether, you know, I took my daughter to the insurance agent and had her, you know, run an analysis on three different types of cars and explain what insurance was.
1: That's really
0: Um, good. Or even taking them to the bank and having the bank explain about the products and services and overdraft and, you know, buying decisions and all of those things that add up. Um, And that's where a lot of times I come in. parents will have me do a workshop for their, you know, teenagers um, or college students so that somebody else is saying it um, instead of them over and over and over.
1: Yes, they need somebody that's, you know, objective, basically.
0: (laughs) And that has no baggage. You know, I do these uh, talks for senior high school students and and college students. And Mm -hmm. when I go in a lot of times, what I find is that there's baggage between the, the teacher or the staff or the professor, and the kids can't hear them.
1: Um, yes. And
0: so I come in and I'm that unbiased person, you know, that has no baggage with the kid. And that's what's great about utilizing those resources at your bank, at your investment house, you know, at your insurance agent. There's no there's no baggage with kids.
1: Yes. You know, I, w- I would say college. I didn't really understand how to manage money. And that was the biggest challenge for me. I would think that would be a great audience for you to have is the college, you know, freshman.
0: I work very, very closely with a lot of um, schools to try and get that message to the kids, especially freshmen, because Mm -hmm. what a freshman is doing, you know, they've got a lot on their plate. Mm. Um, But really, money equals control. And so many times the parents are concentrated on getting their kids a, a good education. However, as a freshman, the things that they're doing can impact sometimes whether or not they can get a job out there, because if the kids don't understand how credit works how credit is used to even get a potential job, or you know, rent an apartment, or get car insurance—you know, these little things that they're doing every day um, can add up to huge financial boo-boos that yes. you know can put at risk all of the money that they're going to make that we're paying for in education for these kids to get.
1: Yes, absolutely. So you're oh, right. I, I want to touch on—you know—we're we're in this roller coaster ride economy. Any ideas for people that are in a complete, you know, financial funk? Where to uh, start?
0: It, it is. <laughs> a funk is such a great way to put it, too, Janine. That's why I love the title of your show. Oh, thank you. Because it, it is so easy to get in a funk. And, you know, the bottom line, it's just like if you were to, you wanted to do something. Um, I, I kind of think about it like a GPS and about traveling. You know, we go to work and we get a paycheck and we get sucked into that vicious cycle. Um, And oftentimes we're lured into upgrading our lifestyle, and I think we all use, you know, some type of therapy, self-medication, and uh, usually it it involves money. For me, I like retail therapy. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's easy to get lost in it, but if you look at it kind of like a GPS, we're all used to using them. And if you put, you know, I mean, we're in California. If we wanted to go back east, maybe York. Yes. If you plugged in that destination and you hit calculate, your GPS is going to say, okay, you know, Janine, it's 3,000 miles. miles away. It's going to take a week to get there. Um, it's never going to say, are you crazy? Yes. You, you know, why would you ever want to go there? It should. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since it's so cold right, right. now. Um, but, you know, a lot of times when, when it comes to our financial situation, we have to figure out what we want. And when I ask people in my corporate workshops, what do you want? They just kind of get that blank look. So if you're in a funk Seriously, sitting down for thirty minutes and investing in yourself—you are your most important investment—and in your knowledge—and asking yourself what it is that I want—that's mm-hmm. a starting point. And then doing a calculation just like you would in a GPS, um, plugging in. Well, if I want to have, you know, get out of debt right now because I'm overwhelmed and you know, debt is making me crazy. Set down and figure out what you need to do to get there. It could be, you know, right now we're going to get tax returns. You could use your tax return to plow down that debt. Um, you could be getting a bonus or a raise. Or I think that so many times we get these financial windfalls. Right. And we think, woohoo, Yay. I'm a you. We plow through it. <laughs> I want those new shoes. I want to yeah. take a vacation. I've worked hard. But the goal here really is, Janine, earmarking that money in advance and asking yourself, what do you want? Do you want the, you know, cash reserve for emergencies? Do you have financial fears? You know, maybe it's putting your kids through college. Whatever it is, you've got to put yourself first because we work hard for our money. And sure do. And we don't yeah. want to have to work all month and sit down at the end of the month and give it all away and not get what we want.
1: Yes, yes. Right? You know, it's interesting. I want to interrupt one second if you don't mind. Um, yeah. Somebody was sharing something. I was at a workshop yesterday in L.A., and they said, you have to have some stillness in your life to figure yes. out what you want. Disconnect the phone. You know, have a moment of you're not online, you're not on Facebook, to, to get in touch with who you are and what you want.
0: You bring up such a great point. And I can tell you, I was just talking to somebody, and we were talking about scuba diving, and she mm-hmm. said she went under the water for, for the first time, and it was so quiet <laughs> she could not stand it. And I, I think that that's a lot of times what gets in our way is that, It's scary to be alone, and it's scary to have all those conversations and to really ask yourself that question. And, you know, in in the workshop we take literally 15 minutes. That's all we take. Mm -hmm. And I ask people, what is it you want? Um, And it's amazing what you can accomplish in that short period of time. So whether it's five minutes, ten minutes, you're exactly right. Starting there and asking yourself and being honest. Yes, Um, it's about being mindful and it's about being thoughtful and really putting those actions into place. So I think you're absolutely right.
1: And sometimes it might mean getting up a little earlier than everybody else in the household to just have that moment of clarity and maybe the goals for the day or the week or whatever, getting in touch with what you want.
0: And, and going mindfully and making it uh, a decision that is deliberate. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> Brian Tracy always talks about, you know, he's got to eat the frog first thing in the morning. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes doing your, <laughs> your heart, basically saying doing the hardest thing of your day first thing in the morning. But it is about being deliberate. And, you know, at work or between, I call them kind of gifts of time. Mm-hmm. Somebody might, you know, be late for an appointment or somebody might cancel or something happens in your day and you have this extra time and so many so often you're right we find ourselves on facebook you know we're on the internet surfing those are the opportunities too that we can take to really start that process and yes. and think about it and you know we all have cell phones with apps in them that have notes right it's a, it's a great place to log okay if i want you know uh something um, I like to talk to people about their goals, about what they want to do, be, have, give. Um, you know, those are, that's a great place to start.
1: Those are good. Those are really good. Now, I, I was reading here on your uh, website, and by the way, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Denise Winston, uh, who has this great website, Teaching Money Matters, uh, so moneystartshere.com. And I, I'm reading here that, according to Reader's Digest, you're known as one of the cheapest people in America.
0: <laughs> I am. I Yikes. am. You know, I told you I've lived on my own since I was 16, and I had to figure out how to make very, very little, not only time and money, go a long way. Um, but yeah, I was featured as one of the cheapest people in America because, you know, I go to great extremes. The way I think... Yeah, the way i see it like i said there's camouflage money but also i see my time as money and i sure. think that's one thing that's really really important not only for ourselves but as we talk about our teenagers mm-hmm. um, and so one of you know several several things that i do to try and you know save money on eating out or you know shopping um really equates to how i spend my time and how i spend my money so uh, yeah, there's some great tips on my website. And actually, in the last chapter of my book, that's all about saving money. Um, you know, just even go, taking a 30-second commute to your computer Yes, can allow you huge discounts on eating out. Whether you go to restaurant.com and put in your zip code, mm-hmm. it's amazing how many restaurants have discounted gift certificates that they're willing to offer. And everywhere we turn, there's some app on our phone that will help us get, us get a discount. That's but so many times... We're just busy, and we want to stop and pick something up, and we don't utilize that time very well.
1: You know, that's so true. I actually don't eat out very much, though, because I do like to watch, you know, where I'm spending my money, and I do like to eat healthy. So we end up just going online, sometimes finding recipes or just making stuff up along the way, you know, as we go, basically.
0: I'm, I'm with you there. I'm actually gluten-free, so sometimes eating out can be a challenge. Yes. But, you know, I also think that the reality is is that most people do eat out, whether they want to, you know, socialize with their friends, live the good life, or because they're really busy. But, you know, thinking about, even in your scenario, sitting down on a Sunday, and not only for ourselves but also for our family and teaching our kids that, you know, making a menu mm-hmm. and strategically making a meal that you can take as lunch the next day um, one of the biggest money sucks that we have out there is eating out. Um, and and so you can help, you know, teach that as a value. You can eat better. And I, I kind of see money as eating as well because, you know, 3,500 calories is one pound, and wow. we have to budget that, yeah. right?
1: Yes, yes. So
0: same thing with money. It, becomes, it comes in the math that we're teaching and, you know, delayed gratification and planning. And I think really that's what we want for ourselves and for our kids is to be you know, healthy, happy, contributing, and really mindful and deliberate about what we want and mm-hmm. how we're going about living our lives.
1: Uh, by the way, I'm gluten-free as well. Do you find that you're more clear-headed that you now that you're gluten-free? Because I've heard of somebody talking about brain fog.
0: Um, I've heard that quite a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. For myself, uh, it's mostly a, a, a anti-inflammatory issue for me. Okay. Not necessarily about a, a mind fog, but I do, you know, I do think the cleaner you eat, you know, the, the healthier you feel and the more you get done and the more you get accomplished. Yes. Um, so it's good for me. It's that's very good. good for me.
1: That's good. I find a lot of things related. You know, you eat well, you feel well. You're not maybe blowing excess money on things as a, you know, basically, you know, that's your thing that you do when you're stressed. Maybe you shop. But you just, it becomes an equation of what works for you.
0: Well, and, and I, it goes back to what you said earlier, Janine. It's about being still and quiet and, and honest. And as I'm a woman of a certain age, let's put it that way. <laughs>
1: I think you look um, great. I've seen you.
0: <laughs> thank you. But when, when you have, um, sometimes things happen, and, and I think this happens financially too. Mm-hmm. People, people get accustomed to certain little pains happening in their life or in their body. And pretty soon you just begin to think that it is normal. Mm -hmm. And that this is just what happens with age, or this is just what happens when you have kids in college, or this just happens. But the reality is, uh, uh, if you stop and you do some identifying of what may be the cause, it's amazing how making a decision to make one small change and just trying it for a short period of time, Mm -hmm. what can happen and the goodness that can come from that, I kinda of think too about money and our food. They're kind of the same like I said. Is we hear about these people that go up in the mountains, they go for a day hike and they're on this trail and they they see something and so they go a few steps off the trail and the view's beautiful so they take a few more steps and then they want to look at another view and a few more steps and pretty pretty soon they're so far off the trail they're very lost and they have to be rescued. And I, I think yes. that can happen so easily with us with our financial situation. Um, that, you know, we have to be careful. And and when that happens, when you are lost, you have to stop. And -hmm. you have to be still, and you have to think very clearly and strategically so that you don't make that situation worse.
1: Yes. yeah, know, that's that's very, very true. Now, one of the things you touched on on your website is camo cash. What is that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Camouflage cash is, again, just money that is hiding right in front of you. Um, Like in the sofa? (laughs) <laughs> like in the sofa, you know. But think about it. Sometimes we have Christmas is great. So many people are probably, you know, getting their tax reta- refund, and mm-hmm. you know, maybe they've got all this, um, you know, debt that's that's carried over from the holidays. Really being strategic about where money might be hiding, not necessarily in the sofa. I know. But, um, you know, <laughs> there there's there is money hiding everywhere, and one of the biggest places that I see money hiding all the time are, are on receipts. Receipts are cash, not trash. Um,
1: Tell me about they, that. What do you mean they're hiding in receipts?
0: Well, when you look at a receipt, mm-hmm. there is so much information on that receipt. Um, a lot of companies right now or retailers offer a 30-day low-price guarantee, right? Yes. That that means that you buy the item today, and it goes on sale next week when you're looking at the retail circulars, and you go, dang it, I, that was, that's $20. Yes. Well, if you have your receipt, you can actually take your receipt back in, and they will give you that $20 back. Yes. Okay? And, and think about it this way again, Janine. How long would it take for me to go from here to Target n- nearby at a non-busy time to get $20? 15 minutes right? maybe? Right, right? yes. Okay, so that if I do that uh, four times and it takes me 15 minutes, that's like $80 an hour. Right. right. Right? So on top of that receipt, a lot of times you'll see surveys where companies will want you to complete the survey, and they'll give you $10 off your next visit of whatever. Well, that survey is not going to take you 10 minutes. Um, But yet if you do that six times, that alone is $60 an hour. And this is is where I think that we can make one calculation off of your paycheck can literally change the way that you deal with money, and that is calculating how much an hour you bring home. Mm -hmm. So simple to do, you look at your net pay and divide the number of hours you worked, and voila, you have this magic number. Um, And when people tell me, Denise, I I know you're the cheapest person in America, I know you think it's fun, but I don't have time. When we run these numbers in these workshops, um, it's pretty profound where somebody might be bringing home $20 an hour and they go, oh, well, I guess I should be spending my time being more strategic.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Than than just, you know, blowing my time on, you know, self-indulgent, you know, Internet activity or whatever.
1: Right. I agree.
0: so, yeah, there's a lot of money hiding on receipts. I love, love, love it. Even returns. Um, I recently had a watch that I had to have the receipt for. It was at, it was like two weeks out of warranty. But because I had the original receipt, um, I was able to send it in and get that $300 watch repaired for free. If I didn't have the receipt, that'd be $300 down the drain.
1: Whoa, look at that.
0: I know. So it's not, we're not talking pennies here. We're talking right. huge, huge amount. And and if you go to my website on the video learning tab, there's there's lots of, Um, videos there that'll help you find creative ways to save money, and that's on denisewinston.com on the video learning tab.
1: And uh, by the way, my husband is very savvy. I don't know if he's listening, but honey, you are very savvy. He Actually, (laughs) we bought a microwave and he found out it was on sale like the very next day or so and he got back about 20-some-odd dollars.
0: See? You know, that was smart. Mm -hmm. And it's also keeping your eyes open. Even if you're shopping online, so many times I've been on a website shopping, um, and I'll it'll, they'll have that bar at the top, and we get so accustomed to not looking at it, but it has a promo code in there. So when you check out, you either get free shipping or you get, you know, 50% off on one of the sites that I was on. And we just have to look. And that money, when I say camo cash, yes. camouflage cash, that money is hiding right in front of us. We just have to look money a little bit differently. Instead of cold, hard cash, just where can it be hiding in front of
1: us? Right. We did something one year, and I I don't know why it took me so long to realize this. I bought winter coats in the summer. So they were on clearance online, and they were unbelievable coats. I mean, we wear them all the time, but we got them for cheap because we bought them in the summer.
0: Correct. Buying offline, and really, you know, I was in Costco the other day, and we've been shopping for a a bigger TV, mm-hmm. um, and it's been a very strategic, re, you know, search. I had to look at reviews and all this stuff. But even yes. in Costco, I was there, and they had that the TV we were looking for on clearance because it was a display, mm-hmm. and it was an additional seven hundred dollars off. Whoa! So
1: it's a lot of just, money off.
0: Yeah, and and yeah. knowing that in Costco, if it ends in zero zero, that's you know clearance. Mm-hmm. Um, those little tricks that you learn just by sharing this information like we're doing today with you and even with your friends and your mm-hmm. husband's doing good work by, you know, sharing with you what he did to get that deal. That's how we come together and really, you know, make a difference. Um, we all have to deal with money, and it's so stressful we can lighten it up and just share some tips with people we know and love and care That's about, great. right? No, you're
1: absolutely right. I know we have to wrap up in a few minutes, but you, I think you have some great advice for people that want to start their own business, you know, where to start, maybe some common mistakes they might come up against.
0: Yeah, some of the common things that I saw when I was a banker that people, number one, we have to do our research and we have to really be realistic of how long it's going to take to turn a profit. So doing a business plan um, is huge. The second thing we want to do is we run it, really want to look at our personal credit score because our personal credit score is how we are going to be able to grow and expand our business. And this goes for well-established businesses as well. Um, also, again, on my website on com, on that video learning tab, to the right you can opt in for a free report on how to understand and manage your credit score. Oh,
1: that's great. Be-
0: because that is huge for people. Um if they don't do that as a business owner, that is going to knock them out of the running and not allow them to probably establish um, and grow their business and The third thing I'd say that most people unfortunately don't do is um, start the paperwork cycle and get the correct counsel you know filing your fictitious name statement, mm-hmm. meeting with your insurance agent, you know setting up the right entity with your cPA um, and maybe with a lawyer, those are all critical, critical points that people that are establishing a new business need to make sure they're on top of.
1: Great. Now, if people have questions for you, where could they reach you?
0: They can reach me at denisewinston dot com um, or moneystartshere.com. here dot com. Either way, you know, if somebody's looking to help their kid get a leg up when it comes to money, or there's mentor programs that you know have kids out there, or even corporations wanting to um, help their employees better manage their hard-earned cash. I have a lot of opportunities, as well as books, you name it. Um, but really, my website can be a resource for people, denisewinston.com. Uh, video Learning tab is really popular.
1: I, I watch some of them, and they're great. Good, good, they're good, Really good. great, and, you, and your blog, too. So thank you so much for calling into the show today.
0: Great to be here with you. Keep up the good work with your daughter and with all the work that you're doing in the community now on campus.
1: Thank you so much. All right, be well. Yeah, you too. Take care. Bye-bye. That was Denise Winston, who teaches Money Matters. And if you've missed any part of the show, it's going to be up on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Probably about 11 o'clock it'll be up. And uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then uh, we're going to come back, and we're going to be joined by another guest, Dr. Judith Wright, who's the author of Transform the Science of Spectacular Living. She's going to join us in just a few minutes. Again, you're listening to Get the Funk Out, and I'll be back in just a few minutes.